Hello and welcome to Funny Business. This is Funny Business Recommends and today we're talking books. Al Bradford, I don't know if you can read. Can you read? I haven't read in a long time. Let's just be real. I'll just be, I'll just put it out there straight away. I know we're doing recommends books and I come up with this idea because I'm like, people love the idea of books, I think. I don't think they love reading them. I think everyone's a bit fake in that sense where they read all these books. I'd I highly doubt you've read all them books. I feel like all those books, whatever proper English that is, but I think people like having the like and having the idea of like a good bookshelf. You know, like I like it's it's almost like your knowledge bank. You know, when people come over and they say, "Oh, what books do you have?" and you and you show them the library and and they judge you. You know what I mean? It's like a record collection. Oh, that's where they're getting all their knowledge. That's that's what you know what I mean. But I highly doubt that they've actually read all the books. Oh, 100%. People pick them like a record collection. They go, I just, I just want to have that. So when someone walks in, they can see all the books and they go, are you reading all of those? And a little and bit. Go, yeah, of, of course, of course. But you're, you've got a banging list. So I highly recommend that people tune into your list because you've, you, I know you haven't read in a while either, but um, these books actually, they've, they've helped guide you, haven't they? And they've helped shape the way you think about business and the way and even life in general. I don't, I don't know. I, go about that. Mouth, I, don't but... know I don't think I'd go that big, but if it is just to recommend about books, I'm not, I'm not trying to change your life, but maybe <laughs> some people say that books can do that. But uh, yeah, for a period of time there, I wasn't a, I was going pretty hard on audible. This is going back probably a year or so before we started the funny business podcast. I was in a hurry to absorb as much info as I could around product and tech and, and scaling and growth and all that sort of cool why? stuff. So what were you, why were you addicted to that? Because we'd, we'd done Obies at the time, we'd done, we'd done our slide company, we'd had a few content businesses, we had a few concepts that we were really trying to move along, but we wanted to make sure that if we started something, that we were starting from a better understanding. So we went to go and find out all the stuff that we did wrong in our first couple of goes round, uh, all the learnings we took from our first few businesses about uh what were the things that we did well? So we did some really good marketing stuff. We did some good influencer campaigns. We got some really good uh, ability to attract eyeballs. We made sales, all that sort of cool stuff. But for us, the hardest part was one, it didn't scale. Two, we didn't have a brand or a community and we were flogging product, not building trust and authenticity. Grouse product, by the way. Grouse, Grouse product. They're, still, they're so good still. I can't, I really want to bring oh, them back, you know. Best, best drugs in the market. I mean, slides in the market. That was just slides, yeah, 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 yeah. unreal. But anyway, my list is, is banked on some of the books that I read a few years ago that really helped us uh, get the thinking that we needed to get the Funny Business Podcast off the ground. So it, I there is a bit of love in these books. and Do you think you it's know, a good think- gift to give someone when, they're, when you're, hey, like I got a lot from this. I feel like it might not be the exact same take that I got, but I feel like you might get a lot from it. I think it's a thoughtful gift. It's like music, you know what I mean? Read as much into it as you want, but... Uh, have that, have this, have that, have this, whatever English is uh, applicable there. All right. Fair enough. Are you, are you happy for me to talk because you've, you've got through that or not? Yeah, go, you go, go through your list first. So we haven't even spoke about how we're going to uh, do this, but uh, I feel like you should go through your list first and, you know, we'll fast forward through that and then we'll go to mine. All right. My first one comes from uh, James Clear. If you've been listening to the Funny Business Podcast for a while now, I'm Very sure clear. You, know, you love this book. I it? love this book. And if you haven't, if you have been listening along and you haven't been paying attention, obviously you haven't been listening hard enough and following the podcast hard enough. But the first one is Atomic Habits by James Clear, an easy and proven way to build good habits and break bad ones. This book uh, 
pretty much what the process is, is you can go through and map your life as a normal part of your routine with a plus and a minus, right? So from the time you wake up to the time you go to bed, going through and understanding what are the habits that you actually have? All right, I, I have a coffee, then I brush my teeth, then I watch TV, or then I sit on the toilet, take a shit. You're like, what does your actual normal life look like? Then what you start looking for is what are the trends that you're noticing? What are some of the positive habits that you like? And what are some of the negative habits? Are you watching too much TV? One of the things that was a real eye-opener for me was I was watching a lot of TV. I didn't realize I had that much screen time as part of my normal routine. I haven't cut it. I've cut it back at times. I still love TV. Does well, Pornhub count as TV or what is Funny stuff, funny stuff. But what I found really interesting with this book is when you go through this exercise, they talk about habit stacking. So in um, forming a new habit or getting a habit to stick, it, it takes time. It doesn't, it's after 30 days, something like that. It's sort of, you can build it in as part of your routine, but part of uh, helping habits become easier, a bit stickier was finding the right place to put them in. So for example, if you're brushing your teeth in the morning and you've got part of your 45 minute routine, maybe that's part of where you wanted to add some learning stuff. So at the start, I knew I had to walk into the train at that point. So that's where I really consumed all my audible stuff. And I was listening to podcasts and I built that in as part of my schedule. So I knew that when I left the house at 8am every day, I'd put the earbuds in and I'd go into learning mode. That's sort of what this book did. But what do you learn? Like if you're coming home from work and I know you're multitasking and shit, are you absorbing the information just just as well as you would if you were actually at home intently listening, taking notes, if it's all like self-improvement shit? I think that learning is one of those things that you have to find what works for you. And some people don't want, you don't want to have to be sort of a uni lecturer and not getting quizzed on it. So I, I like relax learning. Do you reckon you can absorb more like that? There'd be times if I was listening to stuff and I, especially when I was walking in the morning, I had lots of other stuff going on. If I'd missed a part with audible, I just rewind it and be like, Oh fuck, I was off the ferries. I mean, I was thinking about something else. I was texting. I'll go back. I could hear something that I really thought was interesting. I'll go back. I listen to a radio show, but you can click rewind. You know how many times I do that, bro? Because I, I feel like it's an important part. I need to absorb this information, but I got sidetracked and it ha- keeps happening and happening. And then I'm thinking in my head, maybe I should, should just skip it because I keep losing interest. You know? <laughs> All right. Well, this one, next book is an absolute a belter. And uh, for those who have been listening to The Funny Business for a oh. long time, former guest of the show, friend of the show, I'd call him, Sean Ellis. And this one is Hacking Growth. How today's fastest growing companies drive breakout success. Uh, The definitive playbook by the pioneers of growth hacking, one of the hottest business methodologies in Silicon Valley and beyond. It seems hard to believe today, but there was a time when Airbnb was the best kept secret secret of the travel hackers and couch surfers. Pinterest was a niche website frequented by bakers and crafters. LinkedIn was an exclusive network for C-suite executives and top recruiters. And Facebook was MySpace's story. Uh, sorry, stepbrother, blah, 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 blah. Uh, think of growth hacking methodology as doing for market share growth what Lean Startup did for product development and Scrum did for productivity. It involves cross-functional teams and rapid tempo testing and iteration that focuses customers, attaining them, retaining them, engaging them, and motivating them to come back and buy more. This book, so for people who don't understand who Sean Ellis was, he built the growth funnel. Was here he is, bro. He's still he is, alive. He's not dead. He's not, <laughs> he's dead. not dead. Sorry, Shawnee boy. I hope you're still alive, mate. He but, listens um, to every episode too. So he's, he's a big fan of the show. We actually, you held a clubhouse event with him when you were a promoter for Clubhouse for a while, there, didn't you? I got you. It got you a little bit of a stiffy, didn't it? Because you had posted of him up on your wall for a few years now, and I told him that, and you got a little embarrassed, didn't you? A- anyway, he built the growth funnel for Dropbox and Eventbrite, and one of the coolest things that came out of this book 
was the referral program. Want to help explode the growth of your company, introduce a way to, for someone to bring a friend, like a coffee shop free referral program. They built that at Dropbox by giving people extra storage space if they invited people. And what happened? Users went through the roof and it is what it is today. Tony Ellis did that. And he was Lad on our broke. podcast. Ladbroke's done that too. You know what I mean? When they give you the extra bonus bet when you refer a friend and they give you 50 bucks and put it straight into your account, that's how they suck you in bad, isn't it? But it works, doesn't yeah, it? I like that. I yeah. like that. So that's a that's a belter. That is a belter. And, and did that give you ideas? Did that uh, spark your curiosity and just think about how we could possibly apply it to what we're doing? Well, actually, one of the things that comes out of it is talking about writing growth equations, understanding the variables that impact your business and your business's growth. So if you can understand the things, the levers that you can pull that can help grow your business, whether that's more paid ads, larger brand awareness, whether it was whatever the thing is that you could manipulate as part of your activities and you plan the activities that are going to lead to the most growth. So it's a, it's a science-led, it's a data-led way of thinking, and I absolutely loved it. Oh, I like that. I like it when you talk about books because you get in the zone and you get really nerdy and you're in flow. I feel like this is your version of game day. And so far it's half time and you kick six and you're playing. Right. In the Moving on, Cal Newport, Deep Work. So Cal, Cal Newport, he's got two books. I really like one, Deep Work. The other one is Digital Minimalism. Deep Work is rules for focused success in a distracted world. One of the most valuable skills in our economy is becoming increasingly rare. If you master this skill, you'll ex- achieve extraordinary results. Deep work is the ability to focus without distraction on a cognitively demanding task. It's a skill that allows you to quickly master complicated information and produce better results in less time. Deep work will make you better at what you do and provide the sense of full, true fulfillment. Uh, True, full of true fulfillment that comes from craftsmanship. In short, deep work is like a superpower in our increasingly competitive 21st century economy. And yet most people have lost the ability to go deep, spending their days instead in a frantic blur of emails and social media and not even realizing there's a better way of doing things. What are you reading from? Because this is amazing. You know, I feel like you're giving a really good overview of the books and I'm realizing that I've got nothing of that ilk up my sleeve. So congratulations on a really good, you know, some summarization of the book. And I feel like people who are interested in deep work, they're going to go out and purchase this thing or even purchase the cliff notes or not even purchase. You can just, you can just get them, can't you? All right. So this is something that this is a technique that we've used one in our lives and two in our coaching in what we do with our coaching with our clients. Deep work is the idea, the concept behind time boxing stuff. So think about your normal calendar. If you look on your Google calendar now or whatever your outlook and you go and like, I've got meetings all day, every day. I don't actually have any blocks of time for me to do any solid work. You find yourself doing work, little bits here, little bits there, but you can't really get into the nuts and bolts of things. So Deep work is around creating boundaries of set time, set blocks where all you need to be doing is doing focused work. It's avoiding distractions. It's re- putting your phone on do not disturb. It's blocking out those time, uh, those time blocks throughout your week and making them as part of your routine. So this is why I liked um, James Clear Atomic Habits and deep work, I feel like go hand in hand. So if you can start managing your calendar and your schedule throughout the week, finding those blocks of times where you can have meeting free gaps. So you and I like to do some things where it's like, if you're doing work, you tell me to fuck off. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Saying in those words too, you know? It's, it's really about protecting your schedule. This book talks about how many, if we get into the next book, I'll read about in, in a minute, um, which I don't oh, want to give away just, too much, but the whole world's about trying to zap your attention, right? Yeah. So the book I really like by Nuriel is a book called Hooked. 
how to build habit uh, habit forming products. And the other one he has is a book called Indistractable, how to control your attention and choose your life. Both of these books between Nouriel and, and Cal Newport are down the same, like how do we live with technology, but still don't let it control us. And we we're in control of our own mental health and we can still be productive when everyone's trying to throw ads down our face and snatch our attention away. Cause that's how, product development works we know we've talked to everyone out there we we've, we've seen all the stuff coming out of meta and the uh, behavioral science that's being used with product development and all of it is just people trying to hook your attention that's all it comes down to so the last ones on my to list what? is to what whatever the fuck they want buy their product watch their shit engage money. on their things money. money it's all that's that's how money, money. works now it's, it's a game of trying to steal our attention and get you to focus on whatever it is on your little screen for as long as possible until you either make a purchase, go to an event, tell a friend, or do whatever it is they're trying to get you to do. Some some people want influence. Some people want some money. You that's know? it. So they're, they're my, that's my list. So just to recap, first one is James Clear, Atomic Habits. Second is Hacking Growth by Sean Ellis. Third is two books by Cal Newport. One is Deep Work, and the other one is Digital Minimalism. And the last guy is Nuriel, and his two books are Indistractable, and hooked. Go check them out. Oh, I like that. Check them all out and then send us a message and say, oh my God, I wish I had have known all this stuff before. Thank you so much. Yeah, have that for free. You can have that one for free. You're feeling pretty good about that. We didn't even put a fucking paywall behind this episode. Uh, (laughs) Hey, Shawnee Alice though, what do you think of him? Honestly, I just feel like he was one of the coolest people we've had on the pod. And that was like a real wow moment for us. I know that when we had him on, we were like, fuck, we really, he's coming on the show. And he was so like down to earth. He reminded me a lot of Hank Moody from Californication. And he loves he's, it, just, he? he's just, he surfs too. He likes the big, the big, uh, big boards too. Like Laguna you. Beach. Is that where he's from? I think so. I don't know. He's from some beach. He'd probably go to all the beaches, wouldn't he? Shakes off down the boardwalk. My, my list is a little different compared to yours. I've gone just things off the shelf and things that I post up next to my records in, in the sunroom in Torquay. So uh, first off the list, it's the same as you. If you haven't been listening to the podcast, um, you wouldn't know, but my favorite book or my favorite sort of publisher, I'd say, is The School of Life. Anything by Alain de Botton. Uh, I've even tried to ping him to try and get him on the pod because he's like a dream guest. He's like the Vinnie McMahon you know, that type of caliber for me and anything by the school of life, I froth. So they've got many different books. You can check out their website. I'll put it in the description or whatever, but it's a lot about emotional intelligence. And I feel like dealing with things um, as you go, like life gets in life's hard, you know? And, and I think with the school of life, they don't pretend that anything's easy. So it's a really good toolkit. I feel like if you're, if you need to grab something when you feel in a certain way and it's not just all technical stuff, yeah, there's some technical sort of stuff in there if you want to, if that's what interests you, but it's more around the way you feel and how to deal with things. So I feel like a lot of people creating things and not even that, like if you're, if you're just wanting a little bit more and trying to understand yourself a little bit better, I feel like this is a really good book. And the book that I love is the, it's the good colored book. The one that I recommended to you that you froth too, and this is your copy. No, nah, that's not nah, great thinkers. That was a good one, but I got, I think I gave that one to Tammy. Um, but uh, what else? I, uh, you gave me one from the school of life, which was the good enough parent. Yeah. See, which so I liked. Like yeah. So I know you haven't probably read it, but uh, <clears throat> it's just a good sort no, of. I skimmed, I skimmed it. You did. But, I couldn't. Yeah. But I, but the, I appreciated the gift. You know, yeah. I skimmed it, but I appreciated the thought. But I just yeah. think with these books, it's all, you can pick chapters out. So you don't have to read it like, 
it's not like a story where it's going to take you on a bit of a journey. This is legit. Like it's easy go through the table of contents and just pick out something that you're feeling and you can just go by that. So there's so much gold in that. I feel like go check that out. You should just stop what you're doing right now and just check it out. Now, next on the list, uh, Anthony Kiedis's book with Larry Sloman, Scar Tissue. To be honest, I'm not a massive fan of Red Hot Chili Peppers. Like I love like Californication, by the way, and that type of stuff back in the day. Um, Anthony, but I really love Anthony Kiedis. Like after reading this book, this is one that I did actually read. He's got such a super interesting life, the way he grew up. It's like the movie about this guy is going to be crazy. Like I feel like there should be plenty of movies made about this guy. Um, but it makes you really understand why he is the way he is and why that band's so successful. And in terms of storytelling and taking you on a journey, this book's fucking insane. So if you're into music, not even, if you're just into interesting people that have interesting lives, really good book. You'd froth it, Rob. It's the, he's the bad boy, you know, but he's a good boy too. He's good at heart. It's like the, the typical, you know, you love him, you know. Is that who you, is, is that who you think no. you are? Like a rock star type setup? I wish he's so cool, bro. Yeah, like, I look back even on like Pinterest and stuff. Now I'm getting back into the old Pinterest and just having a squiz, um, you know, work stuff, etc. But uh, he, old photos of him from the nineties and late eighties and stuff. He was just the coolest cat. And like, you look back and like inspirational because he's just sort of done what he wanted. And that's the cool thing about the chili peppers. I think is they just done what they wanted. That's the thing why I'm drawn to people like Jeff Hardy and stuff. And that's, it's because they just do what they want. They don't really care what anyone thinks. And so, who's Jeff Hardy though? For, for those listening, I know who he is, but for if they he's a, don't, the wrestler. He's a professional wrestler, but he's an he's an interesting dude too. You should just go down the rabbit hole with him if you haven't heard of him. But Anthony Kiedis, Scar Tissue, really good book. Next up on the list, we got editor at very large Tim Duggan sent us his book Killer Thinking, and really, to be honest, anything that this guy does is gold. So I haven't read this one yet um but i just it's you know when you just like know the people and we've had him on the pod and he spoke about this book in 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 detail so go check that out um i think we've done a deep dive on killer thinking i think it was a deep dive yeah so not so long ago maybe a couple months ago so you can just check that podcast out but we go through pretty much all this good stuff in this book so don't have to go too much into it now i like Um, that that's a good little segue what else you got for us well last on the list uh Alira Potter's book, Wild and Witchy, and another another great book, another great cover. Um, we love Alira Potter and all the good work she's doing. Um, she's just, oh, is she uh, Geelong and the Surf Coast like Paris Hilton now? A little bit. She's doing that. That, that she, Give me those sort of vibes for sure. She's about to take over, if not already. But this book, uh, Wild and Witchy, A Guide to Self-Love, Manifestation and Spiritual Sassiness, it's just a lira being a lira. Um, the really, pod's going bananas too. It's good, isn't it? Fill my cup. It's just, uh, it's just good stuff. So, a lira pod, a big shout out to you. Uh, can't wait to see you on the TV screen soon with Hunted. You see the reality show she's on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't reckon you'd last out there. I reckon you'd sabotage everyone straight away. Like, they'd never time. catch me. They'd never catch me. Oh, please, mate. But I'm uh, a ghost. But that's been my sort of book rundown. But uh, that's that's about it. I'm interested to hear what everyone else is reading. You got some recommendations for us? Do you think there's some books that have changed your life? Slide into our DMs on Instagram and tell us because we're not going to. We probably won't listen to your recommendation, but it's always nice to hear them. I'm just I'll hoping put them on my maybe list. I'm just hoping someone says the Bible. The Bible, yeah. And I haven't read the Bible for a while, but happy to. Uh... Have you read the Bible? Have you flicked through? 
bit of Matthew have, yeah. David, bit of John, bit of John, bit of Austin three sixteen. Uh, Austin three sixteen. Who's that, John Cena? Oh, please move on next. Anyway, hey, that's our list for today. But like I said, dog berserk. Is that Obi? That's the dogs. I'm trying to wrap it up so they're not barking <laughs> in the background. But it's too late. See you tomorrow. Bye. This has been a Wellbeing Network podcast. <laughs>